Hello. Hi, everyone. Happy Friday. Gloomy Friday. Gloomy. Oh, I thought you meant glue space me. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't know the way you said it was gloomy. <laughs> it's cloudy and rainy. I like it. I hate it. I have seasonal depression. Oh. I put on my cozy socks. Did you see? Oh my god, are those special socks that yeah, you wear? Yeah, they have uh, grippies on the bottoms. <laughs> ew. ew! Ew that you even said that. Shut up. <laughs> Did you guys miss us? A lot of people were upset we didn't have one last week, but you weren't. Hashtag kids ruin our lives. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> they do. I don't know. You had to go on a field trip. I went on a field trip. And I was, like, excited about it. And then I was like, why am I here? I wish I could just be home. I was sweating. We were sweat at the oh, Tanaka Farms. Tanaka Farms. Like, Every memory I have at Tanaka Farms, there's sweat yes, all over and me. And it's dirty and muddy and there's kids running. And that poor farm where you pick vegetables. Oh. All the vegetables oh, yeah. are just laying on yeah. the floor. Yeah. I don't understand. What do you mean? It's mm-hmm. a farm. I just don't understand. I feel bad for the people that planted those. And they're, they're seeing, like... Five little carrots on the floor because, like, <laughs> Timmy from first grade just, like, picked out five of them and was like, I don't want them anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's sad. I would be upset if I was a farmer, you know? Did you get a pumpkin? Yeah. It's right here. Aww. And the other one already went bad. Oh, it's because they don't have GMO, um, like, like pesticides. Yeah, I know? want mine pumped up yeah, with some we steroids. Yeah, we need some antibiotics <laughs> in our pumpkins. I don't want them going bad before Halloween. <laughs> But this one's going strong. He's a little guy. He's good. Oh my gosh. So we're doing it at my house again. Yeah. Which I like it. I, I don't do have too. to like drive over there. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know how to get to your house. Every time that quest takes me a different way, I don't know how to get here. First and of all, today we said we were going to meet at 9.30. Oh my God, again? And you called me at 9.40 to ask if I wanted anything from Jack in a Box. I was hungry. And I thought you were calling to be like, hey, I'm outside, or can you let me in at the gate? I don't know. But you were like, I'm going to Jack in a Box, do you want a breakfast to Jack? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, it's 9.40. Well, you're lucky that I brought you some tiny tacos. (laughs) I did not eat any, but... You will. Tiny tacos for breakfast, I don't... Okay, but they're so yum. No, I like a big taco. Imagine like the Jack in the Box tacos. No, it's not like that. They are. I don't think so. So you've tried them before? Yeah, I've tried them before. This is my first time. They were pretty yum. Mm. But you looked pretty, like, not satisfied after you looked like you wanted to go throw up or take a nap or something. Well, I ate the Jack in the bar, or the breakfast Jack first. Oh, I didn't even see that. You didn't see <laughs> you me must eat that? that one down. <laughs> that was pretty fast. Well, when I got through your gate, I'm, like, parked, and I have all my bags and stuff, and I'm, like, and it's raining. I'm in socks and slides. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, please don't slip. And I'm like tippy-toeing to the front door. And I I was like, oh, they have a ring now. And so then I pressed your ring button. Oh my god. Wait. And then I was like, where is she? Like, I don't hear Bo coming down the stairs or whatever. And then this man is like, may I help you? <laughs> Which I told you I was not going to get a ring. I know. I and I don't know why it didn't like register. Because I was like, oh. She got the ring, after all. <laughs> we take one week break, and I do everything that I didn't want to do. <laughs> so 
you so went to my neighbor's house. The neighbors. Amazing. Yeah. And then I made it here. With and tiny tacos and all. Tiny tacos and hands. And a hash brown for me. Yeah, you did eat that. Don't lie that you did. I no, ate half of it. Lie. I ate half of it. Half of it. Look in the trash. I ate half of it. Did you want the other half? No. Okay. So no. greasy. And I had I thought I was doing good with my like fruit yogurt bowl situation that I had, and then you come with I mean, it's I don't eat like this often. No, I know. That's why I was surprised when you were just like But that's the only thing that um is on this side of town. Yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> we don't live in the fancy area where they got a Panera there. <laughs> is Panera fancy? I think Panera is fancy. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. They have Danishes. Danishes. Croissants. Oh, um, croissant. What are those ones called? Oh, Panera Muffies or Muffin mm. Tops. Oh, I don't like those. Oh my god. So good. I was trying to think of the other ones. I can't think of them. Well, you know what tiny tacos are better than? No, tell me <laughs> your face. You're like looking, searching for an answer for me. I don't have it. Tiny tacos are better than <laughs> tiny humans. Oh my gosh. And that's how we're going to start this podcast episode. This is your opinion. It is. Yeah. That tiny tacos are better than tiny humans? Yeah. I think, do you not agree? I like my humans. But did you like them when they were tiny? Yeah, I actually preferred them tiny. Now oh, they're kind of like no, no, annoying. No, no. Not me. Oh. Not me. I I was not a good new mother. I mean, I wasn't not good. No, you were horrible. I remember. No, I was just, just really kidding. anxious. Yes. Like I remember when we were, you know, first having babies and I just was not okay. No. So... I've said this a million times, I had my child at 18, so I was still in high school. It was a, He was born in March, so I still had, like, what, four or five months left of school. Mm-hmm. And then I had my second son, they're eight years apart, and then you, when you got pregnant, how old is Olivia? Twelve. Twelve. So, what, 2010? Ten. Okay. So you had asked me, so by this time my second son Luke is like two and you're like asking me about pregnancy and all these things and I was like, yeah, like I've, I never had, I don't think until my last son I didn't have a bad pregnancy at all. So I'm telling you, like it's, yeah, it's pretty easy, like I don't know, like it was fine, I love him, like it's so, I mean, we I'd had other issues in terms of like breastfeeding and those like th- things like that, but I remember... When you finally had Olivia, and I think she was maybe three months old, and you called me, or I might have called you to ask how you were doing, and you were crying, (laughs) (laughs) and you were so mad at me, and you were like, we were talking, you were talking about how like stressed you were, or maybe you were having issues breastfeeding or something. I don't know what anxiety Mm -hmm, thing mm -hmm. was going on, but you were like, why did you tell me that this was easy? I feel like you lied to me. And you didn't tell me what was really happening. And you were dead serious. No, wait. So, like, I was this serious. Yeah. You were dead serious. And I and I felt bad because I was just, like, I started playing in my head, like, oh, am I, like, leaving things out? Mm-hmm. Like, did, was my experience really bad? Because you were so... I know. ...upset. Like, if I'm the one that said, like, hey, go get pregnant, yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I didn't remember that. But and I was like, I can't oh, believe shoot. that. But like, that's how bad. That's exactly what I think I was feeling. Yeah, you were. First not of all, into it. I wasn't the young girl that was ever like, oh, I want to get married and have children and be a mom and all of that. I never thought about that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I met my husband in high school, and like he was so good and love. Like I, social norms. Like the next thing you do is you get you married, a right? And, yeah. You get married, and right after you get married, you start a family. So it was just I don't think I necessarily ever desired it, but it was like the next thing to do. Yeah. And it was like okay, you do it, and you're pregnant the next day. Right. You know, like that's just how. Yours and my body work, yeah. luckily. Yeah. Because there, there's struggles for other women, and I totally. Completely. Yeah. I even feel like horrible that, that it yeah. was that easy. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, yes, it sucks because I see, like, my. I, have, I know, have friends that are going through, you know. Absolutely. And that's another thing that when we speak about this and being, having difficult pregnancies. And being a new mom, the the way I speak about it sometimes is really crass. Right. And one time I was at my nephew's birthday and I was talking to this other lady, or it was like three women, and I was like, oh my God, I would never want to be pregnant again. Like, I hate babies, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh you know, God. I was like so crass about it and she was like, well, there's a lot of women that would love to have your babies. Mm. And I was like, oh. And then I come to find out she's been struggling with infertility oh, for the, years. That, that lady. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah. That's tough. It's hard because it's like everybody has their own problems or issues or stresses. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to share a stress when someone else's stress might be... Something rewarding. Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't take away how I felt when I was a new mom. Right, for sure. But I maybe need to say it nicer or not say it at all. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I I still think it's your story. It's your your journey. And those are your, you know, those are things that you've dealt with. And it's not the same path as someone else's. So... Mm -hmm. We should feel comfortable to say those things. Yes, it's going to be offensive to someone else that are probably, you know, but I would not. not well, my favorite it. thing to do, okay, so after I had Olivia, I went through a lot of postpartum. Like, you know, people say, um, you like have your baby, you birth them, and then you're immediately falling in love with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that happened with me. Hmm. I don't think that I. I know I loved her, but I didn't, like, like her. Because oh. it was... I was, like, scared of her. Hmm. I know. Scared of her in what way? Like, I couldn't soothe her. She was a tough, colicky baby. Mm. And, um... I, I don't think I knew what I was getting myself into. Like, I was really anxious. And I was, like, so rigid on her schedule. Yeah. Like, because I thought that's the way I can control this, right? So I had like a sign behind the door that was like nap time. Oh my gosh. 12 15, wake up, change diaper. And then there was like another 
grid that said poop and pee. And, like, <laughs> for, like, six months... Oh, my gosh. I made Jeremy, myself, my mom, who babysat her, and if Jeremy's mom helped... Yeah. Like, they had to follow my schedule or I would lose my shit. Yeah, I would die. That's how I was. But that's what brought me peace in my weird... Why did you do that? Did you read a book or something and it told you to do that? Like, what? where did that come from? So, you know, like, when you first have the baby and they give you, like, this these papers and they're like... Right, yeah, yeah. Poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schedule and pee schedule. And I think I just went kind of crazy off of that. I also feel like, for me, I'm just trying to figure out why, because I did not do that with any of my children. Like, I did had no schedule mm-hmm. at all but I also wonder if that comes from being someone that because I didn't breastfeed any of the I I lie I wasn't able to breastfeed none of my children like latched on mm-hmm. I think Luke was the only one that kind of went the longest and I want to say maybe three months but I was like pumping and doing the machine for the milk mm-hmm. uh what are they called like Bre- a breast pump or yeah. something so they were still getting the milk that way but um I wasn't able to have that bond I guess that people have so I wonder if that is why because I didn't have a schedule that way maybe but weird because my schedule was like that but I didn't necessarily felt feel bonded oh I know it was like she's supposed to sleep this many hours a day well she's only slept 11 and at this week it should be 14 like Google was my nightmare right Hmm. because I was comparing myself and my ability I didn't do any of that you didn't no how did you not? I don't know. I mean, well, Matthew was, so my firstborn, again, I was 18, I was still trying to go back to school. So I just did what I could to like survive and freaking graduate high school. Yeah. But I also had my mom and my mother-in-law that were like constantly helping me with the baby. You know what I mean? I don't think I'd know, I don't think I'd be able to do it if I didn't have I, support I or no. like if I had to take him to a daycare or something, that would be hard yeah but I don't think I had time to do a schedule like that because I was I know it sounds sucky but I was selfishly trying to finish out high school and still do like prom and do all those things because yeah my parents are really good about being like you know still don't regret I don't like they didn't want me to regret Matthew. Right, right. And right, resent right. him for right. like missing out on certain things. Right. Which obviously it's not his fault, but it was like trying to get back into normalization as me still being a kid. Yeah. And and raising a child at the same time. So they really took a lot of that on to help me finish out right. my school. But by the time I had Luke, it was kinda like it was me and Ricky. We were married already. We were living together. Um but again, I didn't really have a schedule. I don't I feel know. like I, had I mean, a looking it was just kind of like looking back at how I did it with Olivia, particularly my first. It what I thought I was trying to do by calming my anxiety actually made it worse. It. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I bonded with her until she was like six months old, mm. and then I felt like she was able to sit. Or, like, right. she could smile back at me instead of me, like, looking at this baby that, like, nothing. Mm. And I know. Yeah. I know. I feel like, though, too, and I think we talked about this last time, is, like, that first six months of having a baby, I think we compared it to our puppies, but 
it's scary because you have all these things like, yeah, there's a lot of reading about, you know, SIDS and, yeah. s- and the baby sleeping yes. in the bed and yes. not to make sure that they're smothering each other and you, you know, having him sleep in... On their back. Yeah, like all Not on their belly. And, and like, then yeah. you can't have a pacifier, you can't have a blanket with them. So I was so, I remember just waking up in the middle of the night and just staring at them to see if their stomach was rising, like yeah. their breath, you know, yeah. or putting my hand in front of their mouth to feel like the warmth. Um, I probably woke up, I don't know, like 20 times in the middle yeah. of the night just to make sure that they're, or if Ricky was going to work, I'd be like, can you check him? Can you check? Like I was constantly making sure that, okay, we got to get to six months. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, six months. Yes. And then the next, you know, then we're like, okay, when he's just like crawling and doing these things, that's another worry. But at least like, I know he's past that little infant stage. Right. That was more of my... Thing, Maybe like, that's why I don't like Chelsea yet, my dog, my puppy. That's exactly why. It is. Because it's just so much work and so much anxiety-ridden yeah. feelings You need to me. wait until she can just be a little more independent. I remember when Olivia was one month old, and I, I think it was like to the day. She was one month old to the day, and it was like, we lived by the beach, and it was like a record-breaking heat wave that day. It was like 106 degrees oh at the beach. And you didn't have an air conditioner no, in that apartment. No, we right? had no air conditioner in that apartment. Ugh. So I remember put she was naked, I was naked. <laughs> I like put a sheet in between the both of us. The fans directly on us. She's oh screaming. Jeremy's at work, mind you. Yeah. He this is another thing that probably aggravated my anxiety with a newborn because he left for days at a time. Right. So I was alone for so many days. I mean, my mom would come after work every day time Jeremy wasn't home yeah. because she knew like I needed a break. Right. But I just like sat there we and she was screaming and I was crying and oh I gosh. didn't know what to do and I was just like It's ah! <laughs> probably when I got the phone call. <laughs> it what pro- Oh my god, oh my gosh, I know. I felt so bad for you because I didn't know how to relate because I didn't have that experience. When I had I think it wasn't until I had the the little the younger ones, the last two where I felt it got harder. And I don't know if that was just because I was older. By and you time. had them back to back. Yeah. And I had them, like, they're they're not they're not quite two years apart. So that was hard having two in diapers. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, being a... Yeah, there's something about when you do have your child and you... I felt this. I, it, I think it brought me closer. It brings you closer to your spouse, too, because it's... You've created this thing that... Both of you. I don't feel that. I don't that know. Way. I, I didn't felt feel like it was that like way. a special. I don't know. I also had four boys, so I felt like I was just like, oh, if we lived in medieval times, if we lived in medieval times, I'd probably be like very. You'd um, be a queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a um, what is that show on TV? Oh, like the dragon <laughs> house of dragons. You'd be Renera. I would be like. Man, that girl can produce some airs. Oh my god. That show also gives me anxiety <laughs> because those women just have to birth babies in the the re- renaissance. Is that the time that I it's guess. taken in? Birth babies without any advanced medical whatever. And then if the baby's breached, you kill the mother? I know. Uh, spoiler alert. That oh. Was like a, yeah. What if nobody saw it yet? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Edit. Spoiler alert, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I think even, was there a book that I read? It was called, I think it was a book I read that was called The Red Tent. And it was like about 
I don't think it was the medieval times. It was more like Jesus times where they would have to stay in a red tent if you were pregnant. If the women were pregnant, they would be summoned to that because they would be having their period. But when they had a baby, they were like standing up, hold, like you were standing up delivering babies. Um, like with like standing on a brick maybe. Oh. And like someone holding you up and you're birthing them standing up. This poor women. Yeah. I was just, who this was This is the patriarchy at its finest. I was just telling Ricky this the other day. I said... Do you know how, like, ridiculous it is for women? Like, we have a period. Yeah. Which is, like, crazy in itself that there's blood that comes out of us. Like, Especially, once a like, month. some of these girls start so young. Yes. And then you have to have, I mean, you're the person that has a baby if you have, you know, if you, choose, if you to. choose to have a child. And that changes your body and your, everything just changes about you. Yes. Um, what else that you you have to be the the caregiver and everything for your family? Yeah, like why why did that happen? And then he oh and then he said, well because Eve ate the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, so because of Eve, we're all effed. <laughs> I was like, are you serious right now? And he was like, I feel like he was serious. <laughs> of course he was. Oh my god. It is. It's hard. It's crappy. I mean, I love being a woman. I'd prefer it over being a man any day. But there is a lot that women do. And I don't feel like... I mean, we have Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, thank you. We get one day to get appreciated. And and the men get the same same Uh, thing. uh, Yeah. No. No. No, no. It Our friend Miranda like, said that there shouldn't be a Father's Day. Remember? I mean, <laughs> if there is a Father's Day, that's fine. But, like, can we get, like, Mexican Heritage Month and it's, like, Mother's Mother's Month? Yeah, we need a month. Yes. We need gifts and we need a month. I would just, like, I don't even care about the gifts, but it's just, like, if people were just, like, hey, you know what, this week I'm going to do the dishes and you don't have to tell me anything. Or this week I'm going to go make the dentist appointments. Or this no. week I'm going to go no, do the school they're not stuff. not do it. They will never do it. Like, I want that. Maybe some families will. Maybe but let's like, start it. You know how there's all those stupid National French Fry Day or National Yeah. My Brother's Sister's Wife Day or oh, whatever? There's, okay. I don't know. I made that one up. Yeah. But let's make something like that. Let's national, just National do all the chores around the house for your mom so she can lay on the couch and watch freaking Real Housewives of, the Real, of Beverly Hills yeah. Day. Yes. Yes, let's do it. I'm just going to, I'll put together like one of those little... Are you serious? Wait, are you serious or are you being like... I'm dead serious. No one's How, gonna, Who else no. made up those days? Like, why is there a pancake day? Why is there a french fry day? Why is there my dog day or Sunday? There's someone there important never in the calendar of the United States that's doing it. You're not as important. You can't just make it up. Well, I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> to me. To my congressman. <laughs> it is probably a man, too. I know. And so they're probably going to deny us this day of everyone doing the, <laughs> the dishes for us. One thing I think we wanted to talk about, too, was, like, when you... Okay, when you had Olivia, were, were you working? Yes. And I had to go on maternity leave early because, okay, so it, my job in the hospital was kind of physical, you know, rehab, whatever. Right, right, right. Um, and I, back in the day, because now this is, what, 12, 13 years ago... Um, when people had knee replacements, we used to put them on this machine. 
mm-hmm. at, that would like bend and extend their knee. So when they were in bed, they had to have their leg in this machine and it would like bend and extend okay. their, their knee to keep the range of motion going, right? Okay. Well, I lifted one to put in a patient on a patient. Because I was like, I'm pregnant. I got this pregnancy. Right. Was well, easy for me. I also didn't like that. It, I personally didn't like that it was like a handicap. You know I didn't I mean? feel like handicapped. I, I felt like I could conquer the world. No, I, I felt like pregnant. I. Yeah, I felt like I wanted to keep going. I didn't want people to be like, oh, oh yeah, mess it down. Yeah, okay. I didn't want to waddle or like do, and I didn't ask for help. I didn't want help. Yeah, like any of that. So even at work, they would be like, let me do this. I'm like, no, I got it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, that particular time. Freaking pushed me into preterm labor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. By lifting something heavy? Yes. Okay. And so then I had to go straight up to the labor and delivery. They had to put me on monitors. And then they said, okay, you're off of work. So then I was on maternity leave a lot longer. And then you have to like account for how many hours and how much money and are we going to afford this? Because it's like, what, 40% of your... Yeah, something something insane crazy. Which is also... Can we get, I mean, I don't plan on being pregnant ever again in my lifetime, but I don't know what it is now, but it's so, it's like a manual that you don't, no one's ever, it's like a, you know, like a stereo, like how do you put together a computer? Like the, the way that they break down maternity, maternity leave, leave is family so leave, yeah. un, you can't even understand it. No, and the then time. you can't talk to anyone mm-hmm. at the disability place because when you like Call, don't know what you're yeah. doing, they don't answer. Or there's just like busy and it's always like, oh, there's the wait time is like an hour for you to talk to somebody because it's just like, if you made it pretty clear, you wouldn't have this many questions. Yeah. I feel like, so with Matt, I did not, I wasn't working. I was in school, but Luke, I was working and I remember there was a couple women that were also pregnant at the same time I was. So it was, it felt nice to talk to them and be like, okay, Mm -hmm. so what is, what is it? Like, how much is it? And I think it was like, okay, you get like four weeks before you have the baby and then you get four weeks after and then unless you have a c-section then it's eight yeah and then within a year you can go back to work but then you have this like floating four to six weeks that you can use within a year but it's like I don't know about anybody in their job but like if I were to go back to work and be like hey you know what (laughs) like in two take- months, I'm going to take these, like, four weeks to bond with my baby. Like, they would just be, like, roll their eyes. You no, know what I mean? It's just, like, not acceptable. Like, especially in the industry that I was in, which was, like, apparel and fashion, it was just, like, so fast-paced. And if you were gone for, like, a month, you were just, like, out of the loop. Oh, yeah. Like, you didn't know what was going on. You, like, lose track of who's the communication that's happening or where it's at. So you kind of had to be... Like, you had to know. jump out of yeah. your hospital bed and get right back into yeah. work, or you were lost. Yes, or, and, I mean, I I valued my job, so I was, like, very much, I didn't like being out of the loop. But mm-hmm. then you get back, and then you, you have the baby, and then you're just, like, kind of, I think I got, I don't think it was until, like, the third child that I got a little, like, stir-crazy, where I was like, okay, I can't just sit at home, because that's just not me, but so, then... Yeah. But then you go back to work and you're constantly... Well, I mean, I was constantly thinking about them the whole oh, time. Absolutely. Like, I was just like, uh, like, what are they doing right now? And I wish I was there. You know, like, it's just like this guilt that... 
Well, when I went back to work, I was also really happy because I was like, get me out of this yeah, house. I had like cabin fever. Yeah. I need people. And I'm so blessed that I had women. Like I have a group of women I could name from work, my coworkers, yeah. my old coworkers, that I got through motherhood because of them. Like we would all commiserate mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, I don't feel so shitty that I think this way or yeah. that I'm doing this or that I'm choosing to stop breastfeeding at six months. Right, you know? right, right, right. But I remember that when I did go back to work, there was this woman in the break room and I had like walked in with all my bags and my pumping stuff. <laughs> and like, I'm like, I'm probably like 98 pounds because all of the milk is draining oh my, my life. Oh, Oh, let me get back to that part. But this woman standing in the break room, and she's like, oh, you're back. And I was like, yeah, yeah. How's the baby good? She's like, do you hate it? Oh. And I said, yes. And I started crying, and I was like, I hate it. She's like, I know. I hate it, too. I hated it. And I was like, you're the first person. And, like, that, I could come to tears right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, I don't like this. And you're the first person that made me feel normal. Right. Like, accepted to speak that out loud. Yes. Yeah. But then going back to, like, 98 pounds, like, why was my body the best postpartum? Like, I was so thin. I had the biggest knockers. Like, that's another unfair thing for women. Like, we have our banging bodies right after we have babies because they've taken all of our nutrients from our soul and we're just, like, skeletons with big boobs. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I mean, it goes away. Your metabolism stops and... Obviously! I mean, I was at my prime after I had Matthew at 18. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It actually helped. I got hips after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, I got curves. This is great. And then having to pump when you go back to work, because I was still breastfeeding, you have to go in this room, or the, at least my work, the breastfeeding room, the <laughs> pumping room, was all dark. Yeah. It was like in a cabinet. And then you're in there with the machine, it's like, (laughs) by yourself. It's sad. (laughs) It is. I felt, I always felt when I did pump, I felt, um, I want to say that it's depression, but I don't know if that's what it is, but I felt this overwhelming sensation of just like, uh, I think it was depression. That's the best way I could say it. I just didn't feel like myself when I felt it pump and I felt the way that it felt on my body or like my nipples uh-huh. I felt just I didn't like how I felt like that I didn't I just felt like these I don't know something was going on in my brain that was so just, when you would stop pumping were you happy again yes stop yes like I felt I don't know like an animal or so I just didn't feel oh. Like an animal? I don't know. I just, I can't explain it. I just, there was this overwhelming sensation and I don't know what it was, but I didn't feel like myself when it was happening and I didn't, and I felt really down. Really? I'm sure And and it wasn't me. I mean, I really wanted them to latch on and they wouldn't and I would get frustrated and I would just be, I can't do it. And then I, and then I would see 
somebody else or a friend doing it just like easy, like plopping them on and you know yeah. what I mean? And like, yeah. and I would get so much like, um, like kind of like resentment or, or jealousy towards mm. that person. Cause I was like, why is that so yeah. easy for them? And then here I am with this stupid want, want machine. And I just would like be there just like sad, sad and like <gasps> down, oh but it, and, but it, I felt like the more that it pulled the milk out of me is what I felt it more immensely. Interesting. I know. And I can't explain. I'm sure there's people that... I can't explain the word, but it just... It was just an overwhelming feeling. I'm sure there's women that will relate to you on that. For me, breastfeeding was pretty easy, too. But, um... Oh, this is funny. (laughs) Wait, I'm going to tell you a story. Is that funny or gross? It's both. Okay, great. So when I had Adeline, my second one, my anxiety was less than it was with Olivia. We did pick really cute names, by the way, too. Thank you. Good name job. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But but I also had Olivia to like talk to, so I wasn't always alone. So she was already like my friend, Uh even though she was two. She was really helpful with Adeline. Mm -hmm. So I remember breastfeeding Adeline, and at this point, it's the beginning, right? So in the beginning of breastfeeding. You may not know this Mm-mm. because you didn't have kids that latched, but like your nipples crust. Ugh. Well, I mean, I know that there's like lotion for them yeah. and like all this stuff. Yeah, yeah okay. so you have to like put that lanolin right, lotion cream on or something. because then there's like scabs, right? So like I remember one time I put Adeline on and then like her little mouth was just, and I was like, oh, and I saw bleeding. Ugh. I know. But, Is this TMI? But No, but I mean, it's okay for them, right? I feel like they were always well, said it was okay. her blood is my blood, right? right? Like, our God is an awesome God. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking when you said her blood, and I was thinking of that song by Whitney Houston. Or was it, your love is my Oh, love. <laughs> is that from Free Willy? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it Whitney Houston or Michael Jackson? Oh, it is Michael Jackson. Never nope. mind. Nope. <laughs> Okay, um, Tana, go. <laughs> so, I remember seeing blood. I'm like, oh my god, I need to get her off because it, it hurts in the beginning, and then it gets easier. Okay. Well, that was my yeah. Experience. Let's preface it with that was your experience. Yeah, but anyway, so I pull her off, and she like yawns. Oh, just sweet little baby. like a yeah. tiny mouth yawn with a tiny tongue. no teeth. Yeah, yeah, and then on her tongue was like a scab of my nipple. Oh. I'm and I was like, I think I threw up on my mouth. Oh my god! And then she closed her mouth, and I was like, ah, ah, and I tried to open her mouth again. And when she opened her mouth again, the scab was gone. So she swallowed Ugh, gross. my nipple scab. Ugh, my god! I can't. I keep thinking of the visual, and it's like making me gag. Isn't that sad? It's disgusting. Well, thanks a lot. That's rude. It's just visually, it's not a good thing. Don't visualize it. <laughs> I'm looking around. <laughs> Fan, fan, fan. Sorry, listeners. (laughs) I don't know, but like, there's things, there are things in new motherhood that nobody, well now, I think now people do talk about, but like back then people didn't really talk about Okay, I just thought of another, I just thought of a gross story actually. Okay, go. This one's pretty gross. So after. Are you going to say it? Yeah, why not? You said yours, and it made me gag. So, after I had Luke, um, 
I guess, I don't know what goes on down there when they're, <laughs> I had a normal, uh-huh. what, I don't want to say normal, that's rude, right? Oh, you had a vaginal rewind. birth. Yeah, rewind, sorry. Oh, I had C-sections both times. Okay, so I had a vaginal birth with me, which means it came out of my badge. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the anatomy lesson. <laughs> Anywho, whatever they did down there, because Luke had a giant head. He still does, right? So I probably got torn a little bit down there, and oh, they sewed yeah. me up, okay? Yes. Biggest fear, so glad it didn't come out of my badge. Yeah. I mean, like, C-section, it was like an that emergency C-section. Yeah, 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 but it was, it's a lot better for like a little tiny scar on your belly than them doing Cutting. a jagged little... And my vag hole is like now closer to my bum hole. The bay. What? Ah! Right? Because they cut it. Wait, so is this... They cut you down? You, like, got a free vaginal rejuvenation? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so it's, like, probably night one or two where I'm at home already. After. I'm already released from the hospital. Yes, stitches up in your vag. Luke is home with us. And I'm using the restroom because it's still like painful, right? Because it's still like yeah, you're, oh, like yeah. a lot of pressures going on down there. Women are swollen down there. So I remember sitting, it's like four in the morning. I'm like sitting on the toilet. I'm like lightly trying to wipe myself from front to back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and I, I look down and I'm looking at my vagine and it looks like long. Oh. Yeah, like it looked like. It expanded in length. Like almost, like length, like it was about to touch the water of yes, the toilet? Yes, yes, yes. And so I... Hold up. So, like it's falling. Like your vagina it looked looks like, like it's falling. Again, it's dark. It's four in the morning. Okay. And I'm like trying to wipe myself, but it looks like the vagine is hanging a little saggier. Oh, and I was like my God. mortified. Oh my God. And so I go to like wipe it or touch it and it falls in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Your vagina fell in the toilet? <laughs> the doctor left like gauze in me. Love so, it. I know. So whatever they did for the stitching, the gauze that he like put to like calm the bleeding or whatever was still in me. And so when I looked at it, it looked, because it was, I was still, after you have a baby, you're still like bleeding, right? So it looked like skin hanging. And then it fell in the toilet and I almost like died. You could be rich. Right now, you could have sued and been rich. How do you do that? Say, oh, you left gauze in me? Oh, it's a big litigious thing. Really? It's huge. Well, I was just thankful that it fell out of you. <laughs> that my thing was like normal. Like I was like on the road to recovery. Can you imagine? Oh my like, gosh. My vagina's falling. <laughs> Ma'am, Lord, have mercy on me because my vagina is touching the oh, toilet bowl. Just like loose skin. That's what I thought. And I was just oh like, my oh gosh. my gosh, this is it. Like, this is my second child and <laughs> it's exploded. <laughs> he had the biggest head. It exploded my whole thing. I was so scared. And then I, I remember going to Ricky and be like, I mean, I'm, after I recovered from knowing that it wasn't my skin, I was like, Rick, like, dude, like this gauze, you know? And I remember he, he, he's just like, I don't even know if he remembers this, but he was just like, oh, are you okay? Oh, <laughs> you know? God. Like, I'm like, yeah. So then I was just like, okay. 
I think I did mention to them, like, oh, I did have, but if, I didn't go, like, that here's is my so, lawyer, Jacobia Myers. I know. It's just so bad. If that yeah. could have been really bad. Thank God I it know. fell out of you. Yes. But no. that, that was my gross story. It wasn't about my child eating my scab for my nipples. Well, we could go on and on about this. I feel like this is going to be a four-parter. I mean, because we got to go. This was birth. <laughs> and we got to go to toddler years. And then we go to school age. School age and sports life. Yeah. Sports one's going to be a good one. I have so many stories about oh, these the best. crazy parents in my life. And coaches. I know. Psychos. Like, who do they think they are? But overall, you feel good that you made the right decision? To have kids? Yeah. I love them. Would you do it again? To Today? I mean, would you not... Would you... Knowing what you know now, would you go through all that again? Yeah, because I love my children. Like, right. they're, the, they're the biggest lights of my life and they are really good humans that teach me to be better every day and that's my truth like yeah it's just the beginning for me is I'm just not good at and I'm okay now saying that out loud Mm -hmm. because I think that there's other people have to be like me right yeah that just don't do it well or as well as the next person yeah for sure I mean I have four sons. Each one was a different pregnancy, and each one has a different personality, but they're all, you know, special to me in their ways. They have these different... They each bring, like, a different quality, I feel like, that each one doesn't have. Yeah. And when Ricky and I, like, are with them, or, like, we talk about things at night, like, we just... We're just so... I know it sounds corny, but we're just, like, blessed because they're all good boys in in different ways. Mm -hmm. They're all bad in some ways, too, Mm -hmm. but it's just, to me, it's just crazy. Like, that, isn't it weird that they all look different, but they don't? Yeah. And you're the same, you're the two people that, I always think that's so weird. Even my girls. Yeah, they look They look different, different, but, like, alike. Like, if you look at them smile, Mm. like, they're... Like the same. I person. feel like Addie's Jeremy and Olivia's. Yeah. I don't see Jeremy and Adam. Oh, I hundred percent do? do. Yeah. Oh, here's a weird thing that I did recently. I thought that they might have switched Adeline at birth. Oh my gosh. I know, and so I went to my birth video to make Why sure. Why did you think that? I don't know. I thought she doesn't look like us. She looks exactly like Jeremy. Well, I went to my birth video, and I was like, oh, yeah, that is Adeline. Like, I saw her come out of my stomach and into the air, and it was Adeline. Wait, you have a video of this? Oh, yeah. You don't? (laughs) No. You don't have a video of your births? Hell to the no. Why would I want to watch that again? They would tell me every time, do you want to look down, look down, here he comes. I'm like, no. Why? No. Oh, I love that stuff. No, no, no. Oh, you can see guts flying no, out no. of my stomach. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. One thing I will, I want to say before we leave, which is a funny line, and this is a, a Hernandez family line that's always good, is when I did have Matthew, um, I think by the time that we were like going and I, I, I don't know, he probably was like less than one or something like that. We went to a Hernandez event, Hernandez and Hernandez Hudson event, and Oma was there. Okay, so this you're talking about my husband's yes, family. Yes, yes, sorry. Um, 
and Oma, your guys' grandma, was there. And she said, like, the famous babies having babies line. Do you remember this? No. Were you there? Yeah. So I came with a car seat, and I'm with, like, Matthew. I don't know what the event was. And she said, oh, babies having babies. No. Yeah. And I was like, should I be offended right now? But it was just, it's just such a, now, I mean, but when I see, I saw a girl the other day at the market who looked like a a child. That was you. Yeah. And she had this little belly. And I was like, and and she wasn't chubby. I mean, she was, it was a pregnant belly. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being kind of shocked, like taken back. And now I understand what people must have thought. Do you remember those stairs? Stairs? Oh, stair? I thought you meant stairs. No, um, like stairs at you when you were a baby. Oh, yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember going to a friend's quinceanera, and I'm like eight pregnant. months pregnant, and their family just looked like... Because I was still trying to be like, hey, like, I'm... <laughs> look at me. 17, <laughs> Someone say party? I'm in. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's not. I mean, I mean, I felt life. horrible for that little girl because it's just like so crazy to me to think that that was so. It's such a weird thing, right? To be in. But high look school. at you. You overcame so much, and like he's the best kid. No, I know. It's just like I feel. I if I didn't have the right people in my life that there's just you wouldn't be successful like that because there's some people that don't have that or not supported or they are shunned absolutely but that could be said for the 17 year old pregnant girl or the 40 year old pregnant woman yeah that's true we all need the people around us because you cannot do it alone yeah you can't it's i mean some women do and god bless them because I mean, they can't be having an easy time all the time, especially if you're alone. No. No, no, no. Oi. Oi, oi, Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Tiny Tacos Are Better Than Tiny Humans. That's the title that we're going with? I, I, when I ordered the tiny tacos, in my mind, I was like, hell yeah, I got the And you were probably cracking up in the car by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) 25 minutes late to the podcast. Oh, God. (laughs) Are you checking your watch right now to see how much long? Okay. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, Well, we're glad we're back. We missed you guys. Yeah, we hope this was a good one to come back to. And um, we'll be back next week with more fun, fun fun-filled parental talks. And whether you're a mother of any sort, an auntie, a friend, a mother struggling, or someone struggling with infertility... I think that you reach out to the women around you because that's how you get through things. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Yeah. And thank you for being around me. Even though you lied, you lying liar. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so mortified, but yes, sorry. Everybody's different. Yeah. I'm sorry. Love you. Love you. Bye. Happy Friday. Bye.